This is Dreamwalker 1960. As a reminder, you can read the transcripts of all my podcasts at dreamwalker1960.com. You can use most podcast platforms if you wish to listen. All you need to do is do a search for Dreamwalker 1960. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 1-9 through 9. For we know that our earthly house, this tent, is destroyed. We have a building from God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. For in this we groan, earnestly desiring to be clothed with our habitation, which is from heaven. If indeed, having been clothed, we shall not be found naked. For we who are in this tent groan, being burdened, not because we want to be unclothed, but further clothed that mortality may be swallowed up by life. Now he who has prepared us for this very thing is God, who has given us the Spirit as a guarantee. So we are always confident, knowing that while we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord. For we walk by faith, not by sight. We are confident, yes, well pleased rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. Therefore, we make it our aim, whether present or absent, to be well pleasing to Him. I start with these verses for a reason. For this is how all who call themselves quote-unquote Christian should think and believe. Yet how many do? The answer is written in tears. For most shed tears when someone moves on from mortality to life. Most fear this earthly death. They cower from it. They dread its embrace. Within recent months, more and more has been transpiring to show that a line has been drawn. A line that has shown the entire world has returned to a mentality that matches how things were when Christ walked in this temporal plane of existence 2,000 years ago. A prime example of this was shown in Hawaii, where 2,000 plus people died in what could be called, quote, a horrible death, unquote. How many, though, left this mortality for the true life that is to come? that left this extremely short mortal existence to the beginning of the eternal life that will last billions upon billions of years. Since none can count upon other humans any longer, they must find another source of comfort. Since Christ left this world, he gave those that follow him a command. Matthew 28, 18 through 20. 
And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in my name, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. We are now in, quote, the end of the age, unquote. Death will increase when the great white throne judgment transpires. Suffering will increase. There is only one refuge. That is Christ Jesus. John chapter 14, verse 6. Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. True repentance is required. True commitment to the Word of God is required. True downsizing is required. For the more you depend upon the world, the more you will fear leaving this mortality for the true life that is found in His presence. For those that fear death do so because of who they are enemies with. James 4, 4-8 Adulterers and adulteresses, do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Whosoever therefore wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Or do you think that the scriptures say in vain, The spirit who dwells in us yearns jealously? But he gives more grace. Therefore he says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Therefore submit to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, your sins, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Too many live a life of double-mindedness, claiming camaraderie with God through Christ, yet they cling to their earthly rewards and wealth. Christ clearly states where our love is bound to. Matthew 6, chapter 19 through 21. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will also be. There is one thing people need to come to understand and come to accept. We only have one life. I am not referring just to this temporal existence of around 100 years. I am referring to all of it. Yes, this corrupted body we live in stops functioning. The heart stops beating. Air no longer enters and exits the lungs. Blood no longer circulates through the veins and arteries. This corruption was never meant to continue. It was designed to fail. That is why it is called a quote-unquote tent. This is the truth. It will. It is made clear within the Bible that our lives are to be immortal. Our souls, our spirit, is to move on into an immortal body. 1 Corinthians 15, 53. 
For this corruption must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. What I have said so far is borne out in the verses that are before this verse that I just said. 1 Corinthians 15, 35-44 But someone will say, How are the dead raised up? And with what body do they come? Foolish one, what you sow is not made alive unless it dies. And what you sow, you do not sow that body that shall be, but mere grain, perhaps wheat or some other grain. But God gives it a body as he pleases, and to each seed its own body. All flesh is not the same flesh, but there is one kind of flesh of men, another flesh of animals, another of fish, another of birds. There are also celestial bodies and terrestrial bodies, but the glory of the celestial is one, and the glory of the terrestrial is another. There is one glory of the sun, another glory of the moon, and another glory of the stars. For one star differs from another star in glory. So also is the resurrection of the dead. The body is sown in corruption. It is raised in incorruption. It is sown in dishonor. It is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness. It is raised in power. It is sown a natural body. It is raised a spiritual body. There is a natural body and there is a spiritual body. The body is sown in corruption. It is raised in incorruption. It is sown in dishonor. It is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness. It is raised in power. It is sown a natural body. It is raised a spiritual body. There is a natural body and there is a spiritual body. Our spiritual body will be our immortal body. All our body is is a vessel to contain our souls, our spirit. It is this misunderstanding that causes so many to fear death, to hang on to this body that was designed to shut down. They wear masks to cover their faces. They cling on to this body, this tent. Excuse the cliche for dear life, not realizing that they are not only denying, but delaying true life. However, maybe that is the point. They fear leaving this corruption because deep inside they know their fate. Revelation 20, 11 through 15. Then I saw a great white throne and him who sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heavens fled away, and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, standing before God. And books were opened, and another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged according to their works, by the things which were written in the books. The sea gave up the dead who were in it, and death and Hades delivered up the dead who were in them. And they were judged, each one according to his works. Then death and Hades were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And anyone not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. It is this that causes people to hold on to this corruption and fight tooth and nail to keep within it. 
they refuse to do what is required to end their fears. Why? Because when they are young, they would rather enjoy the feeling and sensation they relish and cling to, not understanding that they are lusting after corruption. They must abandon their earthly for eternal. The love not for what can be found here, but for what can be found when we don the immortal. This can only be found in one way, and in one way alone, accepting Jesus Christ as our Savior, then to learn the Bible and to live what is taught within the Bible. John 14, 6. Jesus said to them, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Let us return to some of the verses that started this podcast. 2 Corinthians 5, 1-3 For we know that when this earthly tent we live in is taken down, that is, when we die and leave this earthly body, we will have a house in heaven, an eternal body, made for us by God himself and not by human hands. We will grow weary in our present bodies, and we will long to put on our heavenly bodies like new clothes for we put on heavenly bodies we will not be spirits without bodies this means we continue in life just in a new form we do not end yet most believe they will end why this is is because those that expect their lives to end have not accepted jesus christ as their savior most that profess to being quote-unquote Christian fear leaving this corruption as well. Why? Because they have turned their backs upon their salvation. They have become adulterers in the sight of God and have become his enemy. As was stated earlier in the verses from the book of James, this is why they fear leaving the corruption of this body they now inhabit. For they know that it will be worse for them because they have tasted true salvation through knowing their Savior. But they have returned to their vomit and mud. 2 Peter 2, 20-22 For if they have escaped from the pollution of the world through the knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, they are again entangled in them and overcome. The latter end is worse for them than the beginning. For it would have been better for them not to have known the ways of righteousness than have known it to turn from the holy commandments delivered to them. But it has happened to them according to the true proverb, a dog returns to his own vomit and a sow having washed to her wallowing in the mire. The story of the prodigal son is a story for all that have accepted Christ as their Savior and then become adulterers. God will welcome you back, for God's love will never abandon us. It is us humans that abandon Him to seek after and embrace what is in this earthly life that is nothing but corruption, that will rust and decay as it should. Repent, downsize, and if you are holding on to this temporal existence, just let go and embrace your mansion that is your immortal form that we will don when we return very shortly in the skies above at the second blast of the trumpet.
God bless. Name for yourself. Dreamy dreams chase your heart above all else. Make a name the world remembers. But all an empty world can sell is empty dreams. I got lost in the light, but it was up to me to make a name the world remembers. But Jesus is the only name to remember.